You're listening to One on One with DP. Sponsored by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. One-on-one with Sean Callahan, Husker Online. We're live at Tanner's Bar and Grill, 30th and Yankee Hill. Be till, here till 6 o'clock. Uh, we want to go to the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. We have a, a caller. Let's bring in Husker 52. What's happening? Hey, what's up, DP? Sean? What's up? What's up? Hey, so apologize if you guys touched on this. I got to your show late, but I'm just curious, what do you expect Frost time frame to be to announce an offensive coordinator coach, and do you expect him to really work that transfer portal over hard this year to kind of get some instant, instant fix, instant playmakers? I'll hang up and listen, guys. Thanks for your hard work. I mean, I'd like to say sooner rather than later, like, but guys are coaching still, and that's the problem you run into with hiring coaches. Guys have to finish out the season. You might have championship week. There could be an NFL assistant coach in the pool right now, and they, they can't leave until they're done. Um, so a lot of it is timing with guys' jobs. I mean, you're not just going to get a Power 5 guy to say, take you know publicly accept the Nebraska job today if they're still coaching because they're under contract for another job. I think I'd get done with that job first. Um, so I, I, I do think, though, the first week of December, a few of these pieces will start to shake out and some things will get out. But it has stayed relatively quiet because I think of the sensitivity of guys still working their jobs where they're at right now. And it, it will be interesting, though, on the road how they recruit. Now, they sent out the other promoted guys, the interim guys. They were the four guys that Frost sent out in the four spots. So it wouldn't surprise me for a week those guys were, would go out and maybe the second week you could have some of the new coaches out. Um, the transfer portal, yeah, I mean, that's inevitable. You're going to see a hard push. I think the question is how many will they take? Three, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, how high will that addition go? And I think a lot of it is what's the supply look like? Are there guys that could really help your football team? Offensive line DP, I think you got to find a couple, a guy or two there. A bunch. you got to find a punter. <laughs> you got to find a kicker. you got to find potentially a long snapper. Um, I mean, there's a lot of – You'd love to find an older running back. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot of things, a quarterback, that you could go. But it's got to be somebody that you have a scouting report on that you think is better than what you have. Is there any way to go into the 150 peak players down to the walk-on level and develop these things that you need? The problem, I think, is Frost doesn't have that kind of time. You know, like develop it, but you know he's got he's got to swing for the fence on every move he makes this year because he doesn't have the ability. To, he's had four straight losing seasons. You know, there, there's not going to be the flexibility to kind of wait this thing out and say, you know what, we got three more years here. Let's just let this kid develop and develop and develop. And and that's the difference. I mean, I, I think he's got to really hit on all these moves and get some immediate bang on almost all of them. But for folks who have been in the program, there are folks in this 130 eligible deep that have been in the program for a couple of years. And it's not Sean. It's not we're talking about having Scott having hands on. We're talking about some of these developmental coaches to tell me we can't find long snappers, backup corners, backup receivers with folks that are already in the program. Does that because other programs get it done? What's happening here where that can't happen? 
It's a great question on the special thing, specialist thing, because it just always happened here. You always got guys like Sam Foltz came here as a safety and a receiver and became an NFL punter. Brett Maher turned down Division One Ohio to walk on here, and it was a Big Ten kick punter of the year. Greg Zerloin wanted to transfer here after Nebraska Omaha ended their program. And think about this: you would have went Alex Henry, Greg Zerloin for a year then Brett Maher for the next year. That would have been their kicker run. Mm-hmm. And NCAA wouldn't allow Zerloin to get his extra year of eligibility at D1. He had to go D2, so he went to Missouri Western. But they've just you – know, you talk you talk about the 20-year sample size of talent locally. Kicker and punter was arguably the most fruitful NFL-producing <laughs> position um, of any when you, when you go through all those guys. Is that a good thing or not, Sean? <laughs> that can't be now. But tight, but then you got tight end now that's really on the come, and Austin Allen, Noah Fant, and you know other guys like that. But the state itself in the last twenty hasn't produced the level of NFL players as it did the previous twenty. And is that cyclical or is that development? I mean, it's really hard to say. Yeah, it's, it's kind of bananas. I want to go to, to the text line. Uh, Taylor asked, which two offensive position coaches are the most important for us to, 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 to bring on? Co- coordinator and offensive line. But, hey, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but the coordinator could be an offensive line coach. I mean, there could be an O-line guy. You don't know what direction he's going to go with these hires. Not every coordinator is tied to quarterbacks or running back. I mean, you might have a guy that, you know, like Barney Cotton was an OC that coach line. So we don't really know what position that coordinator is going to be tied to and how Frost will kind of divvy it up. But the line hire in general is going to be huge. So within this, prog- within this program, what we'll have to redirect is the system that's going to be used because there's been some question about whether this type of system can win in the Big Ten. To your thinking, can – Scott Frost system work in the Big Ten? Um, I think it has shown it can work when they have the right pieces. I mean, you go back to his first year here, the final six games, nobody could stop them. When they had an NFL running back, an NFL receiver, J.D. Spielman, who looked like an NFL guy at that time, and Maurice Washington, who was maybe playing as well as any freshman in the conference late in the year, Iowa and Wisconsin couldn't touch Maurice Washington that first year. Like, he was running all over the place. They lost they lost both of those games, as we know. Um, but there was a lot, you know, that, that of promise that Nebraska showed, um, you know, that first year. And I just don't think. The share it with a friend deal, even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. Live your best morning with BOGO breakfast sandwiches only on the McDonald's app. Now buy one bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles or sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and get a second one free. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. Every business wants to engineer new possibilities. Creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. They've had near the pieces 
that they had that opening year, and, and it starts with the line play. I mean, when the line play can't protect and you can't run block, it's really, really hard to do anything else. Yeah, I, I, I think most fans would, would say, okay, let's get the change happening. You say the first week of December is when things will start to move. It can't be much earlier than that because everybody plays Thanksgiving weekend. Sure, there are guys that are available now, like LSU coaches and – and other guys, but you know, I, I still it will still be interesting how a lot of that shakes out because it, it just depends on where you're getting these coaches from and what they're doing right now. It's going to be an interesting ride, and football has its own issues. Basketball is in game three. Do we know who this team is after three games? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I got to see. I'll say I saw about seventy-five percent of the game last night. We had big red wrap up. Yeah. And I wasn't on to the late part, so I, I was watching on my phone in the lobby. Um, but I watched the first half at home, and, man, down 19, I was just like, tell my wife, man, did, <laughs> what, 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 did, what, right. what did people in Nebraska do? Like, what did we do to deserve this? Right. Um, but, yeah, that, that, um, that was a tough start to the game. Just the shot selection early like Creighton had a great plan on Bryce and they knew how to kind of ver- verge just wasn't clicking and everything just went downhill in that first half when those two guys I mean they were st- what they score like 50 some of their points the last time out and when they're not doing it and all of a sudden you got to rely on Kobe Webster who felt like they were running him out at, at one point and all of a sudden he led them in scoring that, that's just not going to win you games it but see the thing with Kobe is that the same thing happened a year ago where he gets set aside, set aside, and then by the end of the season, even with a future NBA point guard on the roster, Kobe gets the minutes and, and has the impact. How much of that could, could could it be possible that we're just not giving Kobe the due? Yeah, there's – like any team, there's roster politics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's things that happen on teams. Like, you know, you might be better than a guy – but that guy might be a better prospect than you or whatever you want to define it, and that guy plays because you might be a better player, but he's a better prospect, and sometimes the better prospect gets to play with a better player. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always translate to wins when you do that. And I think some of that last night we saw, like guys that weren't the better prospects came in and played better. By, by your own eye, what is it that Creighton does better than Nebraska does on whole? They execute a system and they, they play team basketball, and they hit shots. I mean, they hit a lot of shots. I mean, Greg McDermott's a, a great coach. Like, it, that's proven what he's done there and how he transitioned Creighton from the Missouri Valley to the Big East and rebuilt that roster. I grew up at home. I went to a lot of Creighton games, um, watched a lot of Dane Altman as a kid, went to his camp as a seventh grader his first year, and – Dan Allman always wanted the Nebraska job. That's what's always interesting. That, he, that was the job he wanted. It just never timed out right for him in his coaching career to come here. Uh, but McDermott, you know, has taken Creighton to another level than where Altman ever had them. And that's saying something because Altman built that thing to what it showed, and then McDermott took it to a whole other level. With the, with the news of Trey's injury and surgery, what do you think the forward is for him? What do you think, uh, just from what from what you can uh, can say and what you, what you what you do know? I mean, I think now you're just hoping for January. Can can he play minutes for you in January? 
Um, but what do they do in his spot? Like, how do they fill those minutes? That's my next question for you. I feel like CJ and Togadaga are specialty players. I, I don't look at them as starters. Um, and so, like, what the, does Webster go back up? I, I, your guess is as good as mine what they do. And now Fred tinkers with that lineup and um, how they kind of decide to go for the next six, eight weeks. Can can they go bigger and, and try to fix the rebounding problem and slow it down a bit? Yeah. Even when guys had position last night, they were getting – like Creighton was getting the hand over them and getting the rebound. They, that is as frustrating as all get out if you're a coach. Like you're in position. You have a butt on a guy, mm-hmm. and he's still getting the hand underneath you and pulling the ball. Like what else can you do there other than just – be more physical. Can you go longer? Can you go? Eduardo with- Andre is. I'm a fan of his. Like okay. I, I've gotten to know him a little bit, and I like how he plays. I, I think he gives them a spark. Maybe he's someone that gets more minutes. Walker didn't play very well last night. Well, but he had. I mean, he's still the Walker's the second best passer on the team. Yeah, no, he's a great play. He's a <laughs> and defender. So, what do they do? Can they play them together? Yeah, and Lat, Lat is not really a big guy, as we know. Yeah, he's, he he's he, he feels like he can he can body down there, but he wants to shoot it first. And you know, Brian, um, you know he he he's a big guy likes to shoot too. You know, like I feel like Andre's a guy that wants to get dirty, and they need a little bit more of that on on the interior of their other team. It, it's it's gonna be so. Are you 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 normally do a show with Trey and Bryce? Are you guys going to have that show well, this week? Well, we had a plan for tomorrow okay. to tape. Um, we have eight shows left to do over the course of the season, and Tanner's, who we're at right now, is actually the sponsor of that. So we're talking to, like, well, when's the show coming? Well, hopefully tomorrow, but I don't know. A lot of it depends on Trey and his surgery, you know, and yeah. how, how he's feeling. So I'd say it's probably 50-50 at best we're going to do a show tomorrow just because I just don't know where Trey's at right yeah. now. And, you know, it. I wondered about Bryce watching that, too, how hard that was right. for Bryce. Because yeah. he seemed a little out of sorts in the second half. I mean, you're, you got your brother in the Big locker brother's room. brother's not there, man. He was in tears. Yeah, yeah. And That's got to be tough, I, yeah. I, I feel for Trey, man, because I know how hard he's taking this. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm concerned about that, too. Uh, that's that's a statement of truth. We're, we're at Tanner's Bar and Grill, 30th in Yankee Hill. Sean Callahan, a Husker online. We'll throw it a break. We'll come back. Close out. One-on-one from Tanner's Bar and Grill. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.